0: To the Retro Redocopus Podcast, part of the Inebriard Podcast Network. This is the only show where old is new, new is old, and so are we. I am your host at the post boss rush mode, and allow me to introduce to you the other stalwarts of our crew. They are 8 pit alchemy,
1: <whark> <whark>
0: Nintendo,
1: <whark> and Parasite Steve. You can call me Mesmeron because I got a bunch of ghost coats in my closet.
0: Drove this for real, z's.
1: All right, so this episode is about a, a little, little obscure, little fictional
0: character that's known as Pac-Man. Don't know if you've heard of it or not. Pacu,
2: Pacu. Uh, that's the first yeah. I've heard of it.
0: Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about him. What for the for puck- a good amount today. Now we're not going to go through the, the extensive history of it, or else we'll be here for like 15 hours. 15 we can years. try. Uh, no, we're well, you can gonna. try. I'm not going to. On a different okay, I'll try later when not it's not happening, happening, happening right, right then. now. That's I might five. try 1 15th as much as that. Okay. <laughs> Possibly. But uh, yeah, we'll just, you know touch upon a whole bunch of cool things about the character just you know stuff you know, i mean
3: he's a cultural icon so there's definitely a lot to you know a lot to, to, to draw from here for sure pac-man's not just a video game character he's got everything he's got cereal he's got shows he's got music it's everywhere he's, he's got a, coin banks he's got bed sheets he's he got does. horrifying he's Halloween got a mortgage costumes.
2: he's got right. action figures yes
3: you never know what Pac Man's got. Pac Man the flamethrower. <laughs> oh, that kid's oh, love that. One. Kids love this
0: one. <laughs> yeah, basically, if it exists, there's a version of it with Pac Man on it. And if it doesn't exist in an official capacity, someone on Etsy has it. Exactly. In that capacity. Exactly. Yep. Yes.
3: Breathman's. I've yeah. bought energy drinks. Gotta watch there's... out for them,
1: Breathman, so they bite your tongue. They do, they bite back. They're cinnamon, they bite. they chompy. Yes. They got yeah. a little bite, bite. They, back. they, they, they bite. <laughs>
3: Actually, I think they have ones for the you ghosts. You think they'd be lemon, but no. No, I think the Pac-Man ones are lemon, and I think the ghost ones are weird flavors. Yeah, I think the red ghost is cinnamon, though. I think, I think you're right on all fronts. Oh, what a go, Parasite Sven. I got boinsies. Yes. You got boinsies.
0: <laughs> He's a pack of information. You
3: are. You're packed full.
0: Yes. Man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So, let's just start at the beginning, where it all kind of took shape and place. From the original arcade game designed by Toru Iwatani, released in Japan in May of 1980 under Namco's name, and then released in the United States in October of 1980 under Midway Games. In Japan, it was called Puckman, kind of a play on the Japanese onomatopoeia of like, you know opening and closing your mouth,
3: paku-paku. Paku-paku-paku-paku.
0: Not, not an unnecessarily long bit of Japanese onomatopoeia, but, you know, Right. right. <laughs> it was 1980. What do you
3: expect? Right. I mean, we can't always be giving you the unnecessarily long right. ones. Sometimes they, it's just regular old. Yes, yes. Average length mm-hmm. Japanese yeah. on
0: Average length. Suitable length Japanese on a Sub-average length. <laughs> but uh, they ch- decided to change the name from Puckman to Pac-Man coming from the United States because they feared us filthy degenerate Americans would you know, alter the P in Puckman to make it read something more the lines of, fun game of Pac-Man. And uh, that, is, decided, that is, that
1: is right where my brain them. went too. Right. Yes. And we would have <laughs> so, done it too. I, Immediately. I think, yeah. That was completely the right choice. I yeah. think. No, that was smart. Because uh-huh.
3: we totally would have that. Done was that. really smart. <laughs> yeah.
1: So to so, be completely honest, I actually didn't realize the paku paku thing. I thought it was Puckman because he looked like a hockey puck.
0: Uh, that's, I think that's part of like the, that, the
3: general totally, lore of it. That totally checks.
0: From what I've read, it was kind of the, the paku paku thing. But, eh, well,
4: yeah. You know, I mean, I just assumed. Things
3: on the internet could be right. I mean, if Scott Pilgrim has told You know what happens when
1: you assume. So I've done that. Right. Yeah.
0: You make an assumption. You make assume. an ass out of you and Mr. Umption. Umption! Yeah,
1: that too, I guess. Umption, Mr.
3: Gumption. What it is.
0: Now, speaking of Pac-Man, because as we'll do a lot in this episode, um, obviously you were refer- you know, Puck referring to the shape, you know, because he's round. He's not black, though. He's yellow, but... Yeah, you know, he's not white. Anyway. Let's see. Pac-Man. My notes are all over the place. Uh, We all know the story about how they got the shape of Pac-Man, where they're all eating pizza. You know, a slice is gone, and they're like, oh, there's the shape. But according to Mr. Iwatani himself in a 1986 interview, that's not entirely accurate. Ooh. Do tell. It's only kind of partially true. I guess uh, the other half of that inspiration comes from the Japanese kanji character that uh, means mouth, which is called... Kochi, K O C H I, and it's basically like a square, but the bottom left and right corners kind of extend past the bottom of the horizontal you know portion of it. And he just you know wanted to round that out, and that's kind yeah. of like the rest of the inspiration for his. Shape and he made a from. guy
1: out of it. Yeah. he made a cultural icon. He, he in made that a little
3: Pangmans out of it,
0: or a Puckmans as it
3: was known in Japan. Yeah. That's mm. so stinking clever. I can't yeah. even stand it.
0: <laughs> and uh, the game itself. Speaking of the design, uh, another inspiration for this design, uh, back in the late 70s in arcades, you know, arcades were a pretty big deal back in those days, but the big, you know, types of games in the late 70s were basically shooters set in space, you know, games like Space Invaders and Asteroids, Galaga, Galaga Galaxian, right. Phoenix, stuff right. like that, mm-hmm. Yep, and they purposely- Bosconian, wa- uh, which is a great game, uh, but they just purposely wanted to design a game that was kind of a, you know, just not at all like that. But also they wanted to attract more female players because, you know, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, arcades are usually just filled with, you know, smelly dudes. So let's kind of like class the place up a bit. So they, you know, smelly you know, dudes they, yeah. still are girls like dudes. better than fruit and mazes, right? You know, just try to add more, you know, a colorful palette to it and all the ghosts and all the fruit. And
3: so this was even pre Ms. Pac-Man, just oh, a, yeah. OG Pac-Man was targeting the ladies. Yes. Absolutely. And then they realized they failed. So they made Ms. Pac-Man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right? They're
3: like, shit, we weren't on the nose enough. Well, I guess ladies. I mean, ladies
0: Pac- Pac-Man did okay.
3: Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but it didn't to do it. be fair. A... But with ladies is my point. Uh, well, didn't it?
0: Oh, How do you know? sure you okay. I don't know where you get your status. It may not have been a fifty fifty draw, Well, but I, my, my I, point
3: is like Ms. Pac Man seems like their attempt at hey let's let's target women. Well actually, But it was originally already targeting women with Pac-Man, true. which that I think is, is yeah. something not a lot of people probably right. recognize. I mean I didn't know. Right.
0: A quick thing about the the Ms. Pac-Man thing, I uh
1: Is it that. Ms. or Miss
4: Ms Ms. Ms. Ms.
3: Ms. 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 So Lady, she's Ms. MS. Racman.
1: Okay. So she's a widow? <laughs> she's a widow? Is that where the Ms? I, I don't
3: know. Ms. Pac-Man. Don't think too much about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't hurt your tentacle. <laughs> I don't <laughs> logic is out
0: But I guess right, um, I got to take Ms. care of that Ms. Pac-Man was tentacle. actually kind of created by some uh, MIT students like that, that yeah was um did a mod on a on an existing Pac-Man board. No way. As a Started out of,
3: as just like a hack?
0: Yeah, kind of, sort of.
3: And then it became real? and
4: then oh, they, look then at that They,
0: job. they offered <laughs> it up to Namco, and Namco took the reins from that point forward and said, oh, yeah, let's do this, and then they changed it to Ms. Pac-Man. That's crazy. Wow.
3: That's, that's insane. Huh. That's like, stuff like that never happens, but that did sort of happen with Sonic the Hedgehog. I know I'm switching characters real quick, but real quick... When the, uh, the recent, recent Sonic, <laughs> the Sonic game came out, Sonic Mania, that game was not made by Sega. It was made by fans. And when Sega saw it, they're like, wow, this is so good. Can we just slap our name on this and pay you to finish it? Like, <laughs> it's, it's funny. That almost never happens where a company just decides to totally say, okay, you know how to do this better than us. Right, go just, for just it. Just
2: like with Capcom and uh, Mega Man Cross, Street Fighter. That was totally fan made. Yeah. And then Capcom's like, oh, we like this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they didn't release it officially. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. We can yeah.
1: make money off your work, no problem. No, pro- no, right. we
2: won't do it ourselves, but yeah, you can do it. <laughs> but you long. can. Yeah, but anyway, back to the pack. Yeah.
0: So back to the pack. Yeah. And uh, obviously, uh, the representations of Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man are pretty vastly different because right. uh, Miss Pac-Man, they def- definitely wanted to accentuate that she's a female, so they gave her like a bow on her head, super yeah, <laughs> a bow on her head, like super long, like overly sexualized, like features, like legs. Oh, in the stuff, drawings, like, yeah, lipstick, yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, okay, I, I guess. This is a weird erection, but whatever. I was seven, so I was yeah. Just you happy know to have that's <laughs> kind of funny. So now, it, like the talking about those <laughs>
3: aspects, it feels like maybe Miss man was more targeting guys if if she's like super sexualized. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. But yeah, in her graphic, she had like um like a visible eye and like a lipstick. Yeah, like, and a, a, like a little mark. like beauty mark yeah, thing right bow, there, yeah, in the yeah. bow. Whereas Pac-Man was just yellow, just yellow with a mouth, no details. So they really, yeah, I don't know. They did a lot more to yeah. make her like they, a
1: they character, up the AT. yeah, yeah. And that, also- actually, that actually happened a lot. Um, there were, like, even uh, if you go back to the original Wonder Woman comics, you know, Wonder Woman is such a, like, a feminist icon now, and she's, like, absolutely, like, the female superhero you think of. Yep. But the old comics, when she first, you know, started out, like, oh, boy, it's more about, like, we can have a a woman in every panel who's dressed in a bathing suit and, like... You know, it really, really wasn't. Yeah, it didn't. It really it, wasn't for. It women. wasn't something right. that
3: like was actually you know reclaiming. And the same reason why like you know so many uh,
1: so many video game characters in general that were female were overly sexualized, like Blaze from Streets of Rage. Oh my god. Oh yeah, right. Even in the new so Streets ridiculous. of
3: Rage, they uh, they they're still sticking to it. Oh yeah, yeah. The Streets of Rage. So much so kinda... that when
0: they port them over to the United States, they actually have to like. Censor them you
3: know to a, to a degree right because yeah. yeah when they 're developed in japan they 're like not actually
1: focused on yeah, any right. kind of right. you know yeah the, the, the purpose of blaze in that roster is not to be inclusive
0: no not really that is not
1: at all <laughs> right but yeah it, it's really
3: it 's really interesting to know how so many of these things were made by men, and so it outwardly seems like, oh, maybe this is for women, but yeah. it wasn 't until much later that like no those those things actually became something about girl power. And, uh, and you know, more and, – and less about, like, eye candy crap for, for guys. Yeah, just sex right. sells. You know, right, basically. exactly, sex
4: sells.
1: I mean, I'm sure that it sort of – in the case of Miss Pac-Man, I mean, she's pretty different than Blaze from Streets of Rage. I mean, I, I think that, <laughs> right. you know, she probably was both. I think they hoped yep. that it was going to pull in some new girl players, some female players, Right. But also,
0: it, it was mainly like you know, just like, like the side art that was
4: just the you know, side art was yeah, forgotten. Yes, yeah. right. it might not yeah. have been necessarily
0: yeah. the sexual because she's like a giant yellow ball. So I mean, how sexy can that be? But the, I think they were more but going but to, they like did just it. very glamorizing just to make it just accentuate just yeah. you know the female. The, appearance yeah, right. On. And yeah.
1: she had those like hot magenta pumps. Right.
2: Yeah. And the, and the, <laughs> yeah, and right. the feather
1: ball. Oh, work those games, <laughs> Miss
2: <Jesus>. Pac-Man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They still yeah. got a lot of years left
2: yeah, and down. Like
3: but...
1: a nineteen twenties
0: like you know, showgirl or whatever, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then after that they did what, Pac Junior? Was that like the next step after yeah, the Yeah, there was like Pac-Man? a baby Pac-Man, which I think oh, was baby like Pac-Man. a baby Pac Man. Well, I know.
0: Pac-Man Jr. was I believe an arcade game and I think there was a baby Pac Man that was like a hybrid arcade game and pinball game.
3: Which was oh, kind of neat. Weird. I've never even played. I played Pac Jr. with the scrolling maze. Okay.
1: That's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. the screen
3: is so enormous. Right. Yeah. And it's like this game is impossible. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's like
1: three screens wide. Yeah. I like I mean, it's it. cool. But I always like it on in theory. And right. I, I sit down and I'm like, this is the best Pac Man game. Why do I not remember that? Why does nobody talk about it? And then you play it for like five minutes and it's like. Yeah. It's like, yeah! oh my God. These levels are really long and, and the super thing, difficult. Yeah. The thing I hate the
0: most about this game is like, you know, they like Miss Pac Man, they have like the bonus things that I like hop around the maze. They don't stay station in the center but when they go over existing dots they make them thicker now I'm not sure if they're they're worth more points when you eat them, but you slow down even more when you eat them, so oh. it just makes the maze even harder to navigate oh, man. if you don't like grab like the the bonus prize immediately. So it's like, oh my god, this isn't this isn't difficult enough. What right, this fuck? isn't a
3: bonus. This is literally like a time limit. Like I need to eat this thing fast, otherwise the rest of the pellets are gonna <laughs> Gotta go make fast. it impossible. Got to go fast. <laughs> Got to go
0: faster. <laughs> or, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. Like you said, it's fun on paper or in theory,
1: but when in actual, you know. Like, Practice,
0: oh, like oh okay, okay, well, I, I kind of just
4: rather have
1: it. yeah, yeah. Right. you know it's it's really interesting I think because I think that these old arcade games these classic early 80s arcade games that sort of you know the building blocks of, of gaming um, I think that by and large all of the sequels were terrible like Name any other arcade game from those t- from that day, from that you know, eighty to eighty two or eighty three. You know, like the Donkey Kongs or Joust yeah. or any of the other ones. And it's like, okay, yes, Super
0: Punch Out, centipede. Bam.
1: <clears throat> okay, fair Toast enough. it! You know, I th- eat toast. I think that's fair, but I think Super Punch Out's a little bit like next gen from like the Pac Man and right. Donkey when we're Kong. talking like original, like really midway old stuff, I think all era. of those from like games- late seventies, very early eighties, right? Like, like, the like where the arcade. whole game was essentially, you know, it took place on one screen okay. basically, and you know, it's all about like Pepper you know, you're not too. going from levels to to different levels. <laughs> you're just left. trying to get a high score, and that's it. <laughs> it's like whenever they would try to do a sequel, it's it's like they're trying to rethink it. And they can never recapture that lightning in a right. bottle. Yet, for some reason, I remember, Like, and I know a lot of people think this, and I know you have, you, I remember you, th- well, correct me if I'm wrong. Your me, favorite Boss is Miss, to me, by the your way. Favorite's Ms. Pac-Man, right? Miss Pac-Man is better than Pac-Man, yes. So right. they actually were able to, they're like, all right, in the case of the Pac-Jr game... Or if it was Baby Pac-Man, whichever one. The, the, the scrolling or one. Pac-Man Jr., I believe. Pac-Man Jr., like, they tried... If we're
0: wrong, tell us we are into webs. <laughs> tell us. We want to know. Uh,
1: we love being corrected. This
0: is how we interact with you. We're purposely wrong. We, we know all this stuff.
3: We yell at you in a format <laughs> where you can't respond immediately, it's, and then we don't read your comment later. Bait.
1: So so correct us. Um, but, yeah, in the case of that one, it was kind of like, well, they they tried a little... They strayed a little too far. They're like, well, what do we do with this? But in the case of Miss Pac-Man... Uh, so tell it. So tell me. Remind me and the listening audience: what is different in Ms. Pac-Man?
0: Okay. Well, with original Pac-Man, you know, it's basically you know the one maze. You know, you clear the maze, you get bonus fruit, you get energizers, you eat ghosts. It's you know basically like the same thing over and over again. Just gets a little harder each time. But with Ms. Pac-Man, there's actually different types of mazes. So actually, every two or three levels, the maze actually switches up completely. So you're going through a completely different maze. I believe there's. I don't know exactly how many four or five maybe in total probably closer to four and like the fruit doesn't stay stationary in the middle it actually travels about the maze so it's a little it's a little bit more challenge and you know uh you know kind of frustration to it because you're trying to get the damn fruit and you know the ghosts are chasing you you know so it's not always in the same spot they don't you know there's like there's four exits or entrances and i think in in all the mazes Whereas Pac-Man only had one on each side, on the left and right side, Ms. Pac-Man has two on each side. So, and then the fruit can come out of any one of them and go back into any other one. So it's kind of random, and uh, that's basically you know the main difference is is it's like a lot more varied gameplay just with the different mazes and the different like fruit. Right. Uh, so it wasn't like
1: a world of difference. It's just a little better.
2: You're just a right. slight improvement, which is you great, know? right? Right.
1: Because yeah. you loved Pac-Man. Well, this is better. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I think yeah,
0: it's not like uh, it's not like oh my god, this is like a million times better, but it's clearly right, better. Right, it's just right, objectively
3: right. better. Yeah, it's not taking and changing anything dramatically. It's still Pac-Man. We're just making slight tweaks to make it better, which I think is what I typically really like in sequels. I don't like when a sequel goes totally off the rails and, right. and changes everything, like uh, like Galaga. Galaga had a bunch of sequels and you know by the time you you play like Galaga 3 it was trying really hard to be a vertical shooter more like Strikers 1945 or or like you know Raiden or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know, people who played Galaga like a certain style of game. And I think they were trying to adapt to more modern fast paced shooters, but still keep which it Galaga, sense. which makes sense, but it ends up just kind of being like a bizarre hybrid that nobody really talked about. And I only right. learned about it recently. You know, I, I didn't even know it existed. So clearly it didn't do super well, right. but yeah, it's, it is kind
1: of funny. The only how thing that happens. after what I said about sequels, I will give uh millipede uh, oh, a oh, little bit of credit. Yeah, I've definitely. Never, yeah. You know, Millipede, I think, Mm -hmm. did the same thing. It was still the same game. It was a little bit better. I'm
0: not a huge fan of either one of those games, but I do recognize that Millipede. You know, they added a few more bells and whistles. Right, and that's all.
1: I've only ever played Centipede. (laughs) I don't even know (laughs) if I've... (laughs) Well, you should play the other one because it's (laughs) Millipede. Well, I mean, I
0: will. (laughs)
1: Nailed it. All
0: right, uh, going back to Pac-Man, though, um, I'd like to talk about the ghosts themselves for a bit.
1: Oh, I wish you would. Uh,
0: yes, I will, as, as a matter of fact. Please uh, do. Now, it's, uh, they didn't want to program the ghosts so that all four of them chase Pac-Man at the exact same time because then you'd basically just have a trail of freaking ghosts behind you the whole time, and that's not fun. Right. So they programmed them with different like, aspects and personalities, so to speak, and they also gave them a whole bunch of different nicknames, but I'll try to go through the personalities first. Uh, the red one is uh, known as like the chaser. He's the one that actually actively pursues Pac-Man pretty much at all times. Sure. And okay. the pink one is also known as the, uh, the ambusher. So she tries, or he, it's pink, so I guess it's a she maybe, I don't know, tries to position herself in front of Pac-Man.
3: Okay, like, yeah, kinda, like do the pincer yeah. attack. Yeah. Because that happens all the time in that right. game. You're playing it, and I usually keep track of, okay, one guy's following me, and yep. then, oh shit, there's another one. Right. Yeah.
0: And then the blue one, who's also called um, Inky, or he's the, the fickle one. Fickle. Where his, he sometimes pursues, but then the other time actively runs away. Okay. Sure. And then the orange one, Clyde, or uh, I'll, I'll get to the nicknames afterwards because they, they do have like p- specific nicknames that deal with their personalities. But uh, the orange one, Clyde, just moves at random at all times. Okay. No wrong sure. reason. Full random. So hmm. full, full random. So getting to the nicknames, uh, the red, uh, in America, uh, the red ghost is known as Shadow or Blinky. Uh, the Japanese name is Oikake, which translates to Chaser, which... Okay signifies that, you know, that's Mm -hmm. what he does. Me. The pink one is called Speedy or Pinky. Japanese one is Machabuse or Ambusher. Machabuse. I like that. The blue one is called Aosuke. No, I'm sorry. That's a different nickname. I'll get to that later. Um, Bashful or Inky in America, the typical Japanese name is Kimagure or Fickle. Mm -hmm. And then the orange one is Pokey or Clyde. And the Japanese one is Otoboke, or Feigned
1: Ignorance. Yo, Pokey, <laughs> pokey is Gumby's
3: horse, man. Yeah. And he's orange. And he's, he's orange. orange. He's orange.
1: Now, feigned, some of the other, Hey, hey, what's up, Feigned Ignorance? Come feigned on in. in. Yeah, <laughs> we just, we're we're just like, eh,
3: Yo, what up, FI? <laughs> I don't care.
0: And uh, some of the other nicknames, uh, the red one is also known as Akabai, A-K-A-B-E-I, or Red Guy, or also Urchin or Mackie. The Mackie. Mackie. Mackie, the pink one, also Pinky or Pink Guy, super clever. Pink Guy or Romp
1: or Mickey, the <laughs> Romp blue
0: Guy. Yeah, Romp. Yeah. We don't.
1: We don't need this many names. But I know. Right? Would these offer different ports?
0: Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know that the first few I mentioned were like specifically the original U.S. and original Japanese. R- okay, ones. right. Uh, the blue one is Aosuke or Blue Guy, also known as Stylist or Mucky. <laughs> Is kind of a Okay, so one. far,
3: Romp and Mucky are doing yeah. it for me. And the
0: orange one is Guzuta, or Slow Guy, also known as Crybaby or Mucky.
3: <laughs> crybaby! <laughs> you mocky crybaby.
4: Yeah.
1: Get hey, out of here. Hey, Crybaby, come on now, sit down right next to Feigned Ignorance. Yeah, we're all doing it, <laughs> But good. we're the same
4: one! Um, okay. Oh,
1: no, it's his friend from the other game. I don't From know. the other other Pac-Man
0: game. so I games, I believe in Miss Pac-Man.
1: That's... One of the the ghosts is actually Sue,
0: Sue. right? Right, because oh, I wow. remember like Pinky,
1: Blinky, Inky, and Sue. Or, oh, so I remember... think she
3: replaced the orange one. Oh, so Clyde got the boot. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about Inky, Sue,
0: Blinky, Pinky, Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> that's that's why everyone care. likes Clyde, he right? He don't care. He's... Yeah, he
3: don't care. He he marches to his own yeah drum.
0: Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, and obviously that's like. Turning to like the first couple of Pac-Man games, Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man, and obviously there's been like a billion games for virtually every other console you know out there. So uh, I don't know. I think Eight uh, Bit Alchemy and Parasite Steve, I wanted to mention a couple of more recent games. Um.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know if and you Joe, have anything. you got
1: anything to say, Mister Joe? Oh,
2: well, other than what I have, not really. Other than what you have, what do you have? I have. What uh, have you? I have a, a, a an album. You have a whole oh, I'm I'm gonna jump gonna to the, the music,
4: music section. Okay, music section.
3: Yes. Oh yeah. Let's we'll dip back into games after. Let's do music. Oh, we want to do music.
0: Let's, let's switch gears. Okay, let's switch gears. Let's then. <laughs> let's, 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 let's drop it into third. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh god, Shred damn, it. clutch is broken. So uh, yeah. The the record I'm going to talk about is called The Amazing Adventures of Pac-Man, which was released in 1982 by Kid Stuff Records. Kid stuff. It is it's not for kids. amazing or it, adventurous. It, not at all. <laughs> it's pretty freaking terrible. Is it? kid but stuff But as though?
0: a kid, I loved it. But right, it's made for like
1: young kids, so right. take it with a grain of salt. Right.
3: Who's, who's the sketchball rat on the cover?
1: <laughs>
2: you know what? I have
1: no idea. Uh, it, are you kidding man? me? His name is obviously Pack Rat. He's a sleazy.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, <that laughs> I mean, if it's sense. not, then it's. Right, You're right. It is that, Pack that Rat. Makes sense, you
1: right. you absolutely just
3: nailed right.
2: it. Sleazy P Martini. So. So it's not only just a, God, know this. It's not just a, a music record. It's actually like a, a story. That's, that's kind of, it's kind of like a musical. And much and much requested, right? I mean the fans needed oh, a yeah, Pac-Man yeah, backstory. everyone everyone asked for this. We needed this. So yeah. so, like so it, the premise of this story is when the ghost Speedy Shadow Bashful and Pokey steal all the fruit in Pacville. And it's up to Pac-Man to get it all back and return it to its rightful owners.
3: Wait. So they just stole the fruit, but didn't eat they any just, they, of it, and they, they kept it, it in a form they that they could just it. still well, reclaim. It. They Stored don't eat sustenance. Sure, they're sure. They're just, Why would they even steal the, the goddamn
1: fruit? Because they're bogarting the it, dude. Because so it's like a dragon
3: stealing gold, not to spend it, just to have it. Yeah, it's just to have. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm on right. page with the Smaug style. Okay. All right. So,
2: so they they hide the fruit in a haunted house.
3: Because why wouldn't you? Because ghosts live there. Well, I mean, there. They're, ha- they're ghosts. No, ghosts live there. No, though, right. Yeah. So no, okay. I'm, no, I'm still, I'm still right. following They didn't
0: target it because it was haunted. It's, just, it's haunted because they live there. Right now. Right. It was. <laughs> right.
3: It was
1: just a house. Right. It was but just a yeah.
3: small yeah, to just, house. It, to them, it's just a house. Yeah. yeah right. It's not a ghost in. house. It's my
4: house. <laughs> right. So it's oh, okay. So
2: that's, that's the premise of the story, and uh, it's not very good. And what's also not very good is the music. Um the crux of the matter. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really bad. I'm i I'm actually gonna read a quote. The sound font is all Pac-Man sound effects? Uh, They do use samples from the game, sure. Yeah. So this I got this from a website called popdose.com and this person who wrote the article explains the music perfectly. So he goes. It sounds like children making music made in a condemned elementary school boiler room under the influence of extremely heavy psych- psychedelics. Yeah, okay. that pretty <laughs> much, much nails it. That's, right, that, 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 that paints that a, a colorful it. picture that I don't need to look at. Right. <laughs>
1: so we'll, uh, you know, well, actually, can we can we find a clip and play it right now? Oh, I don't to, see why not. I'm All right, right I let's I have do to that. Search
2: for it. So let's listen to this clip from the theme.
0: Enough of that! Oh, I want to rip my ears night. off! <laughs> I cannot believe that I used
1: to listen to this. Oh a lot my god, as a kid! I know. Me what too. the hell were they? Thinking? I didn't know there were that know. many sour notes in the world. It's like some kids on them all. all. They had I a guy all, play
3: yeah. the Pac-Man theme, but they kept the pitch wheel like shifted yeah, all the way down totally. the whole time. Because, because, because it's, it's like Because that's
0: definitely reminiscent of like the right. It's the Pac-Man theme, but done
3: by like a haunted organ. Right. I don't know.
0: And I'd like to thank my parents officially for not smothering me in my sleep when I was seven years old because I used to play that a lot. So if I. I was a grown-up listening to that in 1982. I would have been driven insane. Yeah, that, that record would have been. I mean, compared half to, to Electric
1: Football turned all the way up when the, your, bar- your brother screwed with the bolts. Right. Yeah. That was no perfectly kidding. fine. yeah That was fine.
0: That was respite. Yes. <laughs> Please yeah, play nah, the Pac-Man nah, nah, theme again. Nah, nah, nah. No, no. Play like you know, crank the electric, like uh, the Electric Football again, like yeah, all the way up. That's it's like, better. Yeah, it's like a clean. It's like a palate cleanser. At least it's
2: one loud note. Yeah, but this one was like several. Loud, bad notes.
0: Yeah. whole <laughs> bunch of badness. Uh, that's not the only vinyl that came out. Nope. There was also a Christmas Pac-Man album that came out in 1982. It's slightly better. Only because it's like more... The bar
3: set pretty low.
0: Yeah, it is set pretty low. I mean, there's more music than an adventure. And the music is... Not great, but not as bad as what we just heard. Okay, so okay. it's like I said, it's it's marginally better.
1: Marginally,
0: and that's also a little kid stuff. Of
1: course, the sound of dying seal babies would be like a little bit better than what we just heard. True.
0: <laughs> I mean, I still feel bad for the seals, but they died
1: for a good cause. Did right? they? Yeah, because uh, they, I, they they needed to be clubbed so uh, yeah. you could get a better or, deal. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, know. I, I love this ate deal ate to get them. a better deal.
4: As you do know, it, you it too because I'm, to I'm to crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> All
1: right. So. It's crazy Ernie. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yes. Crazy Ernie.
0: And I think the one of the more popular pieces of Pac-Man music paraphernalia. No, it's not doesn't make sense. There's um, a lot of alliteration, though, yeah, and I appreciate it. It's very forced, though. Uh, is the song "Pac-Man Fever" by Buckner and Garcia in 1981? We actually had a well. The album was called "Pac-Man Fever," but they did a whole bunch of songs for other arcade games, you know, like Centipede, Space Invaders, and the other. Mm-hmm. But you know, Pac-Man Fever was like the most. That's popular the only one. one I've heard.
3: Yeah. 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 It, that, that's a pop also. Pocket full of the
0: quarters and I'm heading for the arcade and you know. That. All that good for, like, stuff. I mean,
3: minutes. I don't know <laughs> that that song is High not great. High quality but it's poetry. Cheesy. It,
0: Peaked at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. That's insane. Holy crap.
4: That's
1: friggin' insane.
0: And certified gold in 1982, selling 2.5 million copies. S- Stop wow. telling me these stats. My goodness, I'm, I'm Enchanted Exile mad. has How done neither that of those things. Hmm.
4: No, they have not. Maybe that we is... should make a
3: Pac-Man tribute album and go back in time and release it. Yes. And then be famous now. <laughs> yeah.
0: And my last bit of Pac-Man music offerings was a uh, uh, Weird Al actually did a. A Pac-Man song that was parodying parodying—that's a weird word to say,
4: parody-ing. Parody-ing. parodying the Beatles song
0: "Taxman." He uh, created that in 1982, and uh, actually, I've got some other notes here. If I was—is
1: <laughs> that not prepared. on any of his albums? Uh, I don't it, remember that one. It, well,
3: I'll, no,
2: I'll get to it. I don't think so. Okay. Is
0: it
1: a seaside?
0: It is. Well, <laughs> let me see here. Uh, it was yeah. So I'll say originally created in 1982, but and um. And it got very minimal play on the Dr. Demento show when it first came out. But then Dr. Demento, you know, got contacted by attorneys that represented, you know, the Beatles. And they not only asked for him to cease, but also to desist. So he had to do that and they couldn't, you know, keep playing the song. And let uh, see, I got an article, little snippets here from articles from uh, geek.com. The tune was popular on the show, but was only played for a few weeks before lawyers got involved. Since Pac-Man is a parody of the Beatles song Tax-Man, they couldn't have come from a more powerful artist. It got some good fan reaction, and very shortly after a few plays, he got a cease and desist letter, he being Dr. Demento, from some attorneys representing the Beatles. Dr. Demento couldn't play it anymore, Weird Al. Al
4: oh, wow. Uh, I never knew that.
3: crazy. I would huh. love to hear that. I wonder if Al has a recording of that at his Maybe. house. And
1: um, to go it's, on... It's probably online. Let's be real.
0: Interestingly, <laughs> the other property Maybe. he was you know, parodying, Pac-Man, didn't seem to have a problem with it. I should also point out that I was more worried about the Pac-Man people because we also had to get permission from Namco, Yankovic said. But thankfully, they had a good sense of humor about it.
4: Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Uh, Cool. Nice.
3: nice. Radical. So,
0: so basically, the only way you could hear it up until recently was like bootlegs, and I think he did occasionally play it live. But uh, it that's would fun. eventually get a proper release some thirty-five years later in twenty seventeen. What? In the compilation Squeeze Box: The Complete Works of Weird Al. Yankovic. Oh, okay. That's right. right.
2: I do remember that. I've never yeah. heard
3: this song, but nice. that's insane. Never... It took until twenty seventeen for it to actually be released. Holy and we're all crap. like
1: way into Weird Al Yankovic, so right. like. Like, Weird Al's are way jammed. into him, yeah. yeah. These are oh, so
0: I thought that was a pretty neat little snippet of info. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, that's,
3: that's fascinating. Mm, that's Very fascination.
1: Cool. All right, so that, that covers the music? Yeah, pretty, yeah, much. pretty much. Do you yeah. want to uh, talk about the cartoon? Yes, please, let's. <clears throat> Carton. What you got, Parasite Steve? So the cartoon, there was a Pac-Man cartoon that premiered in 1982. I definitely remember watching. I feel like the drawings were kind of a little bit of the, like, snorks. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah, yeah, like, I, I you know, the faces are different, but I don't know. It felt like it was about that. So I don't know if it was the same production company or not, but it was a pretty high quality cartoon, honestly, for like, you know, compared to something like a He-Man or something from right. Funimation. Like it wasn't a terrible looking show, even to go back to it. Um, they had uh, 44 episodes over two seasons and uh they you know obviously you have to turn this this pizza with a missing piece into uh, an anthropomorphized character, and that has been tried and tried and tried, and there were you know there have been so many different you know iterations of what pac man looks like as as a person with legs and arms I mean almost every time you see him, he looks a hundred percent different but for the the show, he looked very unique. And I always can tell it's it's like from the show. He's got a little hat on, and uh, and stuff. And you know he wears he wears shoes. I think, and I don't know. He's yeah. he's a dude. He's he's a he's a he's a proper. He's, he's a proper man. He and wears, uh, he wears gloves and shoes. Gloves and because every cartoon character has to wear gloves. I don't know what the deal is with that. With three little lines down the down the back of the hand. Uh, so uh, it was the characters were the principal cast was Pac Man, his wife. Not Mrs. Pac Man, but Pepper Pac Man. Yep, that's right. Her name. All right. Pepper Packs. And they had uh, one offspring uh, uh, who is uh, of indeterminate gender. Uh, the baby's name was simply Pac Baby. And I remember as a kid, I didn't know if it was a boy or girl. Now, it, they dressed the baby all in blue, which to us in America means boy, but it had a bow. And, I don't know, it It just, it's like you couldn't tell. So, it, I don't know. It's just they, a baby. So, way to go Pac-Man cartoon for not assuming that Pac-Baby's gender. Yeah.
0: They just you did that paid, in 1982. Just,
1: yeah, way to yeah. go. Um, the other thing that I think is super funny about this show is that they created a villain for it. Who was like, you know, it's the villain wasn't the ghosts. The ghosts were in it, but they were the lackeys of this big Darth Vader sort of a guy. And his nice. name was Mesmeron.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And he... It's so weird. Like, everybody is... these They're all short and they're circular. Yep. And everything had, like, a, a cat and a dog. The cat's name was Sourpuss. The uh, dog's name was Chomp Chomp.
4: And everything <laughs> Chomp. was
1: round. And that was, like, the world of pac or whatever wherever they lived. And, like... Pakistan? Yep. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it should have been Pakistan. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but yet the bad guy is like of human proportion. So right, yeah. he's so tall. I mean, he literally does look like kind of like Darth Vader with the helmet taken off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he looks like Darth Vader at, in the last moments of Jedi. Like he does. He Probably. has a he has a thing like a square vent over his mouth, but you can see his white bald head and nose, and it's weird. I wonder
0: he, if that was actually part of the inspiration, or if just it queens. is. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, it I really feel looks like, looks it like it must, it, must yeah. be.
1: But he um, oh, it
0: was um Hanna Barbera, by the way.
1: Oh, okay. So Hanna Barbera, you know, they're 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 quality. They've always been quality. Um, But yeah, so he's like literally like four times bigger than every other character. It's the weirdest thing. It's like imagine if you were the only person, like four times bigger. Everybody else just came up to your knees, and you're the only person. You're a giant, right? And you're Jonesing for them power pellets. So he that was the overarching thing. It was like he was like the Gargamel. You know, and like Gargamel with the Smurfs, you didn't really know why he wanted the power pellets. Like, Gargamel, like, I never quite knew. Like, you know, there were some episodes that hinted that Gargamel wanted them to, like, for magic potions. And he was going to, like, what, boil down the Smurfs? It's like, oh, God, Jesus. And then there were other episodes, I swear to God, he wanted to eat them. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. delicious Smurfs. I, I don't know. It's like they couldn't decide. They didn't really know. He just was a bad guy. And Mesmeron was kind of the same way. They're like, well, he wants power pellets, but we're not really sure what the hell he's going to do with them. We just need a reason for him to be the bad guy. <laughs> right. right. Exactly.
2: We didn't exactly. think this yeah. through, but he, yeah. he is bad. Exactly. Typical, typical 80s villain. Right. right.
1: And um, anyway, so that was Mesmeron. And um, so the ghosts in the cartoon were actually named Blinky, Inky, Pinky, Clyde, and Sue. And Sue. So I'd and Sue together. Yeah, and in last. the show, Pinky was a boy, and Sue was the only girl ghost. And uh, I just remember; I think it's really funny. I did reference it in the uh, the intro of the episode today. But when um, when they in- inevitably at some point in the episode, they would you know it was very Power Rangers Lee and like you know how it went every single episode was like well. They would present some threat, uh, Pac-Man would have some trouble with it, then he would eventually power up with a power pellet, and then he would chomp the ghosts, and they would go running back. And that's like every single episode. It's like, "Mm, Team Rocket's blasting off again. And the the ghost would go back to their fabulous wardrobe and just put on another. Right, exactly. I thought that was so funny. It's like, Mesmeron had a closet full of ghost cloaks or skin, or whatever. Oh, they right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were yeah, on yeah. hangers. And so, like, the ghosts were just, like, were eyeballs, and they would just file into the closet and come back out with new clothes. I wonder oh, if they so ever tried, like,
0: wearing, like, multiple layers. Oh, that would or be even, super you know, like, smart. You know, like, 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 mixing up the
1: colors or whatever. Like, yeah, if, if Pinky was like, he's like, oh, none of my pinky shirts are clean. I gotta wear one of Sue's. Hey, Sue, you mind if I wear your blouse? Yeah. And she's like, it's fine. They all look the same anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right Um, yeah anyway so that's that's just that's just pretty much it um, with the Pac-Man show and it was uh, it did have a game that was specifically based on that show the look of the characters which was called Pac-Land and I know that there was a release in I believe there was an arcade there was definitely a game on the TurboGrafx-16 I
0: think on the NES as well NES had one
1: and it looked a lot worse
0: I'm sure it did yeah
1: a lot worse Uh, I remember the arcade looking pretty darn good but I don't know. Maybe it wasn't an arcade. There was one version that looked quite good, and it really looked like the drawings. I actually haven't played any
0: versions of this, so I couldn't. But speak it was to just of kind them.
1: of like a. It wasn't a great game or anything, but it was more of a, a general platforming game. It right. wasn't yeah. like a Pac Man game at all. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I don't know. Was the, that was that cartoon, so that was right. 1982. Yeah. Uh, in
0: 2013, there was actually another Pac Man show called the Pac Man uh, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. Which uh, went for three seasons on Disney XD. It was all like you know, computer generated. I mean, it looked kind of good for the time. I mean, it was a Pac Man show. I mean, you know, was, I didn't really watch it, so I don't really know what it's about, but right. I think that was, you know, an yeah, thing and, and tried something again fairly recently. And
3: that game actually spawned, I mean, well, that show spawned a game as well. Okay. Yeah, so, so Pac Man and the Ghostly Adventures, they came out with, I think, probably for the PS3 at that point. And uh yeah, it was it was kind of like a you know, just like a Mario style three D platformer. Right. You know, kinda of like the older Pac Man world games on like GameCube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean people liked it. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it like did fairly well with kids. But yeah. I remember seeing it and thinking the animation on this actually looks pretty good.
0: Yeah. And uh
3: another show
0: in twenty eleven, a couple of years before that. A Pac-Man reality TV show was proposed by the head of Merv Griffin Enterprise's Roy Bank. What? Which go Which never Roy. saw the You're light drunk. of day, obviously. But uh, apparently it was supposed to be like a, a wipeout style game where uh, people go through obstacles, but somehow it's going to be Pac-Man themed. Oh, weird. Like, were but there going to be ghosts? People I, I chasing it, them, it trying to get past... them to spill out? Roy like... must have been <laughs> drunk at a party one day yeah. and kind of blurted it out, and then it just never went anywhere from there.
3: And like, Well, Roy huh. said it, so we got to at least, you know... Give it an honest, you know, thought. Yeah, but
0: he, he's the head of the freaking company, so we got at least kind of.
3: We got to humor him. We got to
0: humor him for a bit, right? But that that never really got very far, but far enough to be a notation in like on the interwebs.
3: Pretty crazy. So, Craig. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we were mentioning some of the games. We want, we want to continue down that road, mentioning some more
1: of the games, or what? Yeah, because there were yeah, so sure. many spin off games through oh, like all the systems, essentially. Super oh, yeah. Nintendo, right. 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 PlayStation, yeah. PlayStation Two, like Virtual Boy. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, that <laughs> might
0: be one of the but... only ones that didn't have a version on right so uh, I don't know. Parasite Sea, vapor Alchemy, you want to
1: want to get it th- you got you got some right sure yeah
3: um so I you know obviously played a lot of the Pac-Man games that you are familiar with that are maze games but there were a good amount of spin-off games that were totally different things I mean we mentioned Pac-Land being kind of like a platformer um but I distinctly remember on the Super Nintendo there being two games that I would rent all the time and I would forget which one was which. So I would a lot of times rent the wrong one. So the one I liked a lot was called Pack in Time. and to get was Pack in Time. Pack in Time. <laughs> time. <laughs> in time. I hope we don't I... get a... Yeah, we won't get a cease and desist from uh, Huey Lewis. From Huey? We? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think Not that... only shall you cease, but you will also desist. You will also desist. <laughs> um... So, Pac-In-Time was just like a platforming game, but it had puzzle elements where uh, each stage you would start out, and Pac-Man had four different abilities. He had a shot where he could just, you know, shoot at enemies. There was a hammer ability that he could use to break through, like, logs to get to different areas. He had a water, like, air bubble that would let him swim around and also spit. Exactly (laughs) like that. Uh, It would let him spit air bubbles underwater to hit enemies and stuff, but he also needed it to swim and there was a the best mechanic which was like this rope that you could use to just attach to any surface and it was really responsive
0: really and i thought the best mechanic was tony's collision down the road Besides yeah to- yeah Tony. no
3: tony's a good guy yeah no yeah, <laughs> yeah I, like- I had to shift gears there for a second but yeah no tony's tony's my tell boy tell the joke continue sorry uh so <laughs> the the rope mechanic is really it it works really well. Like you, you basically hit the button and it'll attach to whatever surface is directly above you. Can and we then, call the rope an umbilicus? Ah uh, no. So bionic Pac Nope. Nope. Uh, and so you can swing back and forth and use it to like uh, get up higher into different areas. And you really had to learn the momentum. Like when you first start playing the game, it feels bad. Like it, you you, you <laughs> don't like it. No. Yeah, uh. It's got a bad game feel. Yeah, it's got bad bad hand feel. <laughs>
1: bad hand feel. Bad eye feel.
3: Bad eye feel. No, I actually, it's a pretty good looking game. I think. Uh, but yeah, so that that was like a really unique thing about it. And so I always wanted to rent the Pac Man game that had the rope thing because I thought it was super fun. Like I wouldn't even I care. You in, did it? I wouldn't even care about playing through the levels. I just want to like mess mom, around mom, with the rope. Mom, which one's
1: the one with the umbilicus? And no she's one, like, I don't even. She's know. like, I don't know. I, what are you I talking know.
3: about? Stop I talking. I don't, I don't care. I don't pay attention to you. Um, But yeah, so Pac-In-Time was that game. Uh, And then there was also another game uh, uh, called Pac-Man 2 The New Adventures, which I would frequently rent by accident. Um, (laughs) Even though it had nothing to do with Huey Lewis in the news. Right. Um, So it had way better graphics, uh, but it was a point-and-click adventure game. And what's funny is that the cover of it evokes the gameplay of pack in time oh, way god more damn. than pack and time does oh, pack and time's oh, uh, cover art is a picture of pac-man with like a swirly green background that's it what's the hang glider one that's this game pac-man 2 the new adventures has him in the hang glider in that cliff and i swear to god that cliff with the grass on it is exactly what all the levels look like in pack and time so i would always rent this one by accident because uh, i thought it was that, was that one well,
0: if we just have a still image of like a point and clicky kind of thing no one's going to play this so let's right. just Plop this cover art on there, but the point and click and one. And trick little Timmy with the no pants. I know. To play oh, again. it's all little Timmy. <laughs> little Timmy They're
3: They're trying with the to no get pants. Him to spend
1: extra dollars. I'll teach
4: of
3: him to not wear pants. That's what you get for not wearing pants. So this game has era. really, really good graphics. Like it looks like it was inspired by the cartoon but you know more modernized he's got a lot of expressions like you can click on him and he'll you know do different things he has the family he has a house he has the dog like he has all these different the white picket fence the white picket fence you know i mean the whole shebang the whole whole
1: american dream but
3: yeah so it was a point and click adventure game so like people who like pac-man and are interested in pac-man probably weren't expecting this at all Mm. and also what's weird is it's called pac-man 2
4: the right, new so is Advent this the sequel, sequel to, to the like other are game
3: they that claiming it was that like? the Pac-Man one is the like right ar- arcade game like right. what are you no even kidding. referring to? Wait, was this right. originally
1: supposed to be a Rodan game and then it got <laughs> repackaged at the last minute? No is kidding, that what happened? Mate. It's
3: possible,
0: probably that
3: that seems okay. that seems legit. But yeah, I mean, from what I I've read, it said this game was intended as a sequel to the original arcade Pac-Man except who the fuck except honestly thought that. Highest. And there's been, right. like, how
1: many games between... Right!
3: <laughs> I yeah, mean, I mean, like, like, okay, so Pac-Man 2 came out in 94? <laughs> Which is right. a good 14 <laughs> good years 14 later. 14 <laughs> years later, they're like, no, here's the second one. Here it is. Yeah,
0: um, yeah so like, ignore Ms. Pac-Man, ba- Pac- Baby Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jr., Super Pac-Man,
3: Pac-Man Plus. Pac-mania. Yeah. You know, w- whatever. So, um, needless to say... I never really played this game because every time I realized I rented it, I would take it back. Because <laughs> it's not so the pissed. fucking one I wanted. You're,
4: you're like, fool yeah! me again! I would yeah! turn it on and I'm like, shit,
3: no, it makes no sense. The cover art looks like the other game. I don't get it. And I'm I'm small and dumb, so I don't remember <laughs> yeah. things. So. And you, you
1: thrust your fist in the air and shook it angrily like Doctor like, Doom. And you're like, Richards!
3: Similar. Similar, except I would I would not do that. But um, I, <laughs> Similar, do not at all. I have I've heard that it's okay if you uh like point and click adventure games like uh you know Monkey Island or uh you know Maniac Mansion but if you're actually prepared the type of game that it is Yeah, if you're prepared for the type of game like I might enjoy it today. It's probably decent, but, but since it's it was just
0: a, in you know the point and click is a bait and switch. Right. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Point and switch. Bait and click Bait and back. And click. Back then, you were just Bait the the wound
1: was was too fresh.
3: It was too fresh. So I was like, switch. nah, nah. This is my one rental for the weekend, and I got the wrong one uh, for the seventh time. I want to just mess around with the stupid rope. I want to mess with the umbilicus. <laughs> What's the Shit! Umbilicus one? <laughs> I want to mess with it. <laughs> Feed me nutrients. Yeah, and I was just <laughs> I was just playing Pack and Time early this morning to like refresh myself on it. And yeah, I really don't think I got very far in that game. I was just endlessly entertained to mess around with the well
1: because you only actually rented it one time. I That's mean, what it was.
3: I tried to rent it more yeah, than once. Yeah, you tried to rent it more. <laughs> and I just kept but, <laughs> failing, I guess. I don't know. but You never yeah. went back. Pack. to time. pack
1: in time never happened
3: i know i i think i just lost i lost my my gumption
1: pack to the future definitely should have been the sequel to pack in Time. oh hell yeah it should yeah. have been yeah definitely yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: definitely <laughs> without a doubt but yeah so those were a couple of the pac-man games i remember right. playing mm-hmm. that were different from the norm right. but i know that uh parasite steven you have yes. had some experience with the pac-man world games yes
1: as have I, but let's. Uh, oh yeah. Parasite no, no, Steve get this pack ball rolling. I don't actually have a lot to say. I, I did own Pac Man World Two for the PS2. I did as well, actually. And uh, yeah, my wife loved it. Um, and it was it seemed like a fun game, just a, like an open world sort of a 3D yeah. early 3D Like Mario 64 after Mario 64, yeah, like, you uh, like know, everybody tried Spyro-y to kind yep. of crash Do the same thing Yeah, yep, uh, but Crash Bandicoot was was a little different to be fair, because it, it was always it was on more, a hallway.
0: Right. Yeah, that was more like you know, kind of like. Yeah, that Force was a bizarre
3: not, kind not of game. Not as much
0: 3D
1: exploration, but but,
3: but yeah, yeah, like Spyro, Banjo Kazooie, Conquer yeah. like, you know, your
1: typical collectathon it kind seemed, of game. Yeah, it's 3D, yeah, really three collect-a-thon. collectathon. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was fun. I, I, I yeah. thought it was. cool. I, I
3: remember renting it and having a good time with it. You know, it was a well-made game. It's just yeah. you know, I didn't.
1: I never played Pac-Man World One. I don't three. even. Yeah, I don't even know was was Pac-Man World one also for the PS2? I don't know actually, but I've know. always
3: meant to go
0: back because I also enjoyed Pac-Man World two. I thought it was fun, and I always meant to play either one or three, but I just never got around to it.
3: Yeah, and for whatever uh, reason. Yeah, I, I think I mean they they made three of them. Like they must have sold pretty well. Yeah, but um, yeah, so they Pac-Man decided, World is
1: for the PS1.
0: Okay. And Pac-Man World 2 was for the PS2, GameCube, Xbox,
3: Windows, and Game Boy Advance of all things in
0: 2005. Mm. That's
3: kind of crazy. Yeah, that's cray cray. Hmm. Uh, yeah, cray-cray. I think I think two was popular because it came out on like a new console generation. And they were just like, happy okay. to have a,
0: a, a two numbered game that actually kind of represented represented what was on the box in the previous right. game. They're like, okay, not so like the, the last time, one, when the we, did, glider
3: piece when of we shit. did Pac-Man 2, the new adventure, we really we really boned this one up, yeah. because we realized that Pac-Man 1, the old adventure, was nothing like this, and also not a game that existed. So have you guys <laughs>
2: ever played Pac-Mania? Yes. yes. I have, yes. I enjoyed that so, game. Yeah,
3: that,
0: I liked it for like two minutes.
3: I enjoyed <laughs> the thought of liking that game, yeah. I'll put it that I way. I like the look of it. I
1: love yeah, the look it of it. It definitely
0: sets itself apart with its presentation.
1: Because that was like in the early days of rendered, fully rendered graphics. Yeah. So it was like right. kind of like Donkey Kong Country, where it was a probably technically sprites, but they rendered them three dimensional models or whatever originally. Yeah. And it was like an isometric, and it was um, back to being just a maze game, but Pac Man could jump. Yep. Right. which was only useful for the first level because at level
0: two, like the ghost would jump with you, so it kind of just negates the whole jumping right. mechanic. Yeah. Oh, I'm too afraid to yeah. jump,
1: so why bother? I'll just run away. Yeah, it's super right.
3: dumb. They should have just not had jumping ghosts, and it would have been really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Also, Pac-Man World 1 for the PS1 has a crazy-looking Pac-Man dog that is all yellow and has Pac-Man... Shaped eyes and Pac Man like spots on him. Pacception.
1: It's probably
4: Chomp.
3: Oh chomp. my god. Oh man. Look at this dog. Look at this. Look at this friggin' that, thing. This thing. What, you guys, you'll have that, to look at it on your own. Yeah, we'll have to post, mean, a this, this, on, this. We'll, we'll post a picture of it on this... We'll post a picture uh, of it. I mean, uh, that's a friggin' sight. That's kind of a. Where did Pac Man buy this Pac Man dog?
1: <laughs> at the Pac Man So Passover. hold, on, at the hold on.
3: Hold on. The Pac Pound. Humor me. Does Pac Man live in a world where like everything is Pac? Like all the animals, all the it's, I guess, people, like kind of like the it's Smurfs, just, where everything is Smurf. Yeah, it's just the whole world has been coated in a pack paint.
1: I think that
2: every oh, single also riding game Dig answers that question yeah. oh, for yeah. the first time.
4: That's
1: funny.
3: Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, the Pac-Man, the Pac-Man lore is strong. Yes, it is. Rich dark, uh, and then there was story.
1: Uh, there was a Pac-Man game for the Wii. Okay,
3: called Pac-Man Wii.
1: I don't know anything about it. It it seems to be—it's called uh, called Pac-Man Namco Pac-Man Party. So I guess it was a Mario Party. Yeah, I think it was a Mario Party-style
3: game. I know there was also like, yeah, there there was a game called Pac-Man versus Pac-Man World Two on the GameCube as well, which was like a weird game where if uh, it was like you started up like you know Duck Hunt slash Mario Bros, and you just pick whatever one you want, and then if you if you chose Pac-Man versus, it was the original Pac-Man game, but it was. A uh, multiplayer Pac-Man, and the way that you would play it was you had to have four different people hook up their Game Boy Advance to the GameCube, and then you, they would each like be able to move around. So, like, I think it was either one person was Pac-Man and the other people controlled the ghosts, or there was like more than one Pac-Man. I'm not sure, but it's the only like instance of this game. Like, it, it never <laughs> existed in another format other than the GameCube with the Game Boy Advances. Oh, huh.
2: well, that's weird. Yeah, how, how they would do it that way because the GameCube has four controller slots
3: yeah so so yeah it was it was bizarre how they did it i don't know
2: huh and of course like every other video
1: game franchise that's moderately successful at least it did have a kart racer right there was a <laughs> pac-man world rally for the gamecube Oh, fine. yeah well, yep. i don't know if it's fun in the new, it's though. interesting though if you think about it like <laughs> you know i think pac-man had to be the original video game hero the breakout Right. Like Characters. a character. Yeah. As yeah. you like said, like a
0: character that has its own personality. Right, as right. you said yeah. like or Pac-Man at the very least. was on
1: everything. I mean, right. clearly Donkey Kong was very popular, but Pac-Man right. was first and he was he was like the king of all video games. Yeah. And uh and he got us- his his throne was utterly usurped by Mario. Yeah. You know and I think from that point on Namco like tried to sort of be relevant and be like all right well we can do other non Pac-Man games or we can reinvent them and because that's what you know Mario essentially reinvents himself constantly yep and is always loved at all times like how many Mario games do people like vehemently hate I mean right I mean a lot of not people a lot. hate right. I don't know if any yeah. I
3: mean Super Mario Sunshine that that seems to be the one a lot of people hate yeah yeah. But,
1: I mean, like, in general, they they try new stuff, they try to reinvent, and so I just imagine it being kind of, maybe at this point it's not, but back in the day, it was probably pretty frustrating for Namco. They're like, you know, used to being on top, their guy was the guy. Yeah. But Their guy yeah. was the
3: guy. Was the guy.
0: Anyway, yeah. I'd like to briefly mention a couple other games before we kind of move on. Sure. Uh, yeah, I gotta make a shout out to the 19, what did it, was it 82, I believe, uh, The Atari VCS or the Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man, which was technically terrible, but I was like eight, and it was Pac-Man-ish enough, and so I played the crap out of it, so I didn't care. It was one of the first, if not the first, like, you know, home port of Pac-Man, so I took what I could get. Right. And uh, a neat little thing that happened a few years ago, if I could get my notes together like a professional, but I'm not, because I'm a piece of fucking garbage. In May (laughs) 21st, 2010, the... Google Doodle featured a playable version of Pac-Man. Oh, I remember oh, it yeah, was that. Yeah. Pretty damn faithful to the arcade. I mean, obviously the maze looked a lot different because it incorporated like the word Google, but the gameplay itself was pretty spot on compared to the arcade. It was right. pretty goddamn awesome, actually. I Pe- do remember that. Actually,
3: there also yeah. was wasn't there one they they did that would overlay Google Maps? Was that? Am I making that up?
0: Maybe I don't. I, I don't felt know for like sure. there was
3: where you could actually just like pick a road and it would just turn it into like a Pac-Man thing. Right. I don't know. I have to but, look at um, that. The Google Doodle, while it was live, it's estimated that 4.8 million hours of gameplay
0: were spent on it, resulting in $148 million in wasted wages from people just playing it at work. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. my God. Fuck. So there was a lot of time oh God, killed on amazing. that goddamn thing. Holy oh shit. Because everyone can, opened up Google, and they're like, oh, beat. hey,
3: look, it's a Pac-Man thing. And then yeah. they just play Pac-Man. Google's tracking
1: everything, man.
3: Yeah. That's
1: not... They nice. know
0: you took that up at the corner when he should have taken you know the left.
1: Huh. The left turn into Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Hike. Um I have uh something to sort of back piggyback on the the Atari version. Okay. Actually oh, yeah, it's yeah. my my last thing. The um one of my favorite all-time Pac-Man stories uh involves this this one time when uh Greg, well, Boss Rush, Mr. Mr. Hi. Mr. Mushmouth. Mr. Berm. He he uh he brought in the the original manual for yes the, the Atari yeah. release of Pac-Man. Yes, yes I did. And he shared it with us and he he actually read it to us and uh I don't suppose you 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 have that. Probably not. Um it's okay. I found it online and I I have it right here. Cool. I figured someone would have it. Handy. <laughs> So I just want to read it for you because it just it brought me such joy. I, I hope to spread some of that like like so much fluff on a Put nutter. Put that joy all a, over a your fluffer nutter. I mm-hmm. can't speak. I'm the mush mouth now. Here we go. These are just excerpts. These are excerpts. I just think it's funny. Like the the header of the the main story is just called "Life in Maze Land. So Maze Land. Mzland. Maze they Maze they, Land. they tried to like come up with you know some lore. They world built. For this manual They did right, It was pre pac um, So it says The object of the game Is to keep Pac-Man Happy and healthy In his home Of Maze-Land Oh isn't that nice hmm. Hmm.
4: Hmm. Nice okay. uh,
1: The following information Lists all of Pac-Man's Nutritional needs Which also happen to be Your point scoring objects Oh convenient. <laughs> Nutritional so needs So here's my Honestly this is my Favorite part Video wafers Video <laughs> wafers Video wafers oh. Okay <laughs> These, Pack communion. these are the dotted lines on the screen. You maneuver Pac-Man around the play field over the video wafers. He automatically eats the video wafers, and they disappear from the maze. You score one point for each video wafer he eats. To score a point, Pac-Man must pass directly, directly over the video wafer. Video wafer, video wafer, video they wafer. They thought of this phrase and <laughs> really wanted to use it a lot of times. Also, oh, that's right, video wafer. So, if you thought those things were just called dots, apparently Atari thinks they're called video wafers. No,
0: they're definitely not dots in the Atari version, because they're, like, dashes. The dashes,
1: yeah. I was gonna say, so. <laughs> they're, li- they're little rice cakes. No, no. Yeah. They're video they're wafers. They're video wafers. Okay. So, then the, uh, the, the, the little, you know, round white balls that you chomp on... And then it lets you power up and power eat, the, eat the ghosts. Right? They're power pellets. Right? That's what I think everybody right. calls yeah, them. Yeah, power get pellets. Power yeah. pellets. Well, that's their night. in this they're called power pills, which is really uh. funny because a pill has a specific shape. Right. Right. Like this, that's, not that's not a pill. Why would they call all. it that? Pac-Man's popping drugs. So power pills are located in the four corners of the play field each power pill is worth five points when pac-man eats a power pill the ghosts trans uh b- the ghosts become a transparent blue color oh how how interesting so the final thing and the and final thing what's the only other thing in pac-man you can get the, the fruit. fruit bonus the fruit except it doesn't look like fruit at all Vitamins. Ah, um, oh, yes. uh, okay. Vitamins are the two intersecting rectangles in the center of the playfield because they just couldn't make fruit on the Atari. It didn't right. look like fruit. I don't know if anyone like. Just a quick <clears throat> aside.
0: If anyone's ever eaten the, the candy Bonkers, it kind of looks like looking at one of those. You know, it has like a the square, like solid color, and then there's like a outside border around it. Okay, I don't, okay, I don't so, recall. So look up Bonkers candy and do it, it. Yeah, and then look up Atari VCS. And oh, by the way, thank Todd Fry for the design design of this game.
1: No, maybe I will (laughs) later. We'll see. Uh, It says, so these vitamins, they only appear for a few moments and then disappear and reappear. The vitamins are worth 100 points each and Pac-Man... No, I read that wrong. Uh, Worth 100 points each time Pac-Man eats them. Oh, that's... the sentence is, the vitamins are worth 100 points each time Pac-Man eats them. That yep. feels like that's a weird like, sentence. As uh-huh. opposed
0: to whenever would you get the points for them.
1: Right. So anyway, that, those were just like the highlights of the Atari manual that I thought was funny. But yeah. it's just like, wow. So he's, so it's like, the, remember, go back to the point of the game to keep him happy and healthy in his home of Mazeland. So he needs his wafers, his pills, and his vitamins. And his vitamins. Pac-Man <laughs> is a friggin' old guy. He sure yeah,
3: is. He is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
4: he
1: is. Which he is probably why he doesn't have teeth. Yeah, no kidding. Unless you're playing the board game,
0: right? Which is fucking terrifying. <laughs> well, just the the serrated teeth in the Pac-Man figures on the on the board game. Why are why do they got serrated teeth? I'll never understand that. Nightmare fuel. Uh, another, maybe a couple of the quick things before we kind of head to the uh, end of this. Uh, July 3rd, 1999. I don't know if you heard of uh, Billy Mitchell. You know, before his downfall when he got caught. You know, scamming people from it with his Donkey Kong scores using MAME instead of actual arcade hardware. But in 1999, and as far as I know, this is legit, he played the first perfect game of Pac-Man, played it at Fun Spot in uh, Laconia, New Hampshire. No way. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. I've he been sure there. Did. Yeah, and what happens? He eats every dot, every fruit bonus, every ghost after every energizer through 256 mazes. And once you do that, you get what's known as the kill screen where half the maze it, you know, literally glitches out and it's impossible to play the game any further.
1: You bork it. Wow. wow. That's crazy.
0: And another thing I'd like to point out. Uh,
1: right in Cal in, Hampshire.
0: Yeah. In 2016. Actually, no one is from Google, not Google, uh, Guinness as like the world's largest arcade. But there is some contention with that because there's a arcade called Galloping Ghost in Illinois that claims they're the biggest arcade in the U.S., which is kind of confusing because as far as I know, New Hampshire is also the U.S. Maybe.
1: I don't know. I think, I think it is. I think, I, it think counts. Uh, I think that as,
0: as far as I know, Guinness recognizes Funspot as the largest arcade in the world. I, that may have changed because I think that recognition was back in like 2015 or 16 or something. So I don't know exactly how it is at this very moment. Mm. But as far as I could tell, it's still Funspot. But Galloping Ghost does sound like a fun place to go. So if I'm ever in yeah. Illinois, I might check it out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, one more thing I want to bring up as far as the games go. In 2016. Uh, Namco released a humongous 108-inch screen version of Pac-Man. I know if any of you have know, been to the mall and you played like the Monstrous Space Invader type games, yep. but it's similar to that where you stand to, like, like basically a pedestal where the controls are and then like, a few feet in front of you is where they like, have this gigantic screen set up. And uh, if you want one of your own, you're in luck because you can go to the website called Hammacher Schlemmer, it's a weird spelling, H-A-M-M-A-C-H-E-R, S-C-H-L-E-M-M-E-R, and you can grab one of these bad boys for your very own for the mere cost of eleven grand. Oh, that's Ooh, reasonable. Wow. I, I got so, that lean so around. So who needs a car when you can have a one hundred and eight inch Pac-Man? Oh, it's also one for me. Tetris too. Yeah, th- th- there's a few games that do that. Yeah. It's not just Pac-Man and Space Invaders, but yeah, it's. I mean, they're, they're pretty cool to look at. I've never <clears> played <throat> one, but it's, it's a spectacle. I mean, yeah, it yeah. kind of looks yeah. like a
1: giant phone game where the screen goes right to the, the sides of of the actual screen. I don't yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. yep. The wraparound glass. Yes, yes looks yes, like that.
0: Yes. Uh, anyone Words. else got anything else to kind of add to this conversation? I do. have got a couple more small things, but uh, we're kind of getting uh, long in the tooth here for this episode.
3: Long in the tooth.
0: Long in the pack. Tooth.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, good. I think I think I'm pretty covered.
0: All right. So uh, let me just. Uh, in 2015, there's this movie called Pixels, which you know obviously featured Pac-Man in it. And uh, mm-hmm. there's an actor named Dennis Akiyama who actually plays the part of Toru Iwatani, who is the creator of Pac-Man. Oh, that's really cool. I don't know oh, why they cool. didn't get the guy himself to do it, but they didn't, which he probably saw the script and said, fuck that noise. I'm not having any part of this, which was a good decision. <laughs> good decision on his part, if, <laughs> that, turns did out. What ha- if that is what but happened. Adam Sandler! No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Don't blame him. Happy but Madison he, production, no. <laughs> He did have an appearance in another movie in 2017 called Sword Art Online, the movie Ordinal Scale, which is a mouthful. Is where a mouthful. the couple of characters in the movie actually play a game of Pac-Man in, the, in that that film called Pac-Man 2024, which is like a VR game in the movie. And Iwatani actually is does have a cameo as an arcade technician. Okay. Oh, that's cool. All right. That's pretty cool. So I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. And to kind of wrap all this off, i like to... Gonna give you all a story about a little Pac-Man piece of uh, uh, merchandise I had back when I was a wee little lad, probably about seven or eight years old. One of my favorite things in the world was this Pac-Man lunchbox I had, and uh, I mean, I love this thing so. I had this probably in like you know either first or second grade. Oh, um, I get and, it uh,
3: because you pack your lunch in it.
0: Right? Oh my god! Whatever, uh, mind blown. But uh, Boom. the last day of school, it was either the last day of first grade or the last day of second grade. I don't quite remember. But uh, I forgot to bring it home with me, and I don't know when it dawned on me that I forgot to bring it home, either, like, maybe on the way home or in the middle of the summer or going to, like, first day of the ensuing grade, like, oh, crap, where's your lunchbox? I don't know. I think I left it at school. So um, the ensuing grade was going to be in the same building, so it's like, okay, well, just go to where you think you left it and retrieve it. Like, okay, whatever. So... After the summer, you know, went back to school the first day, went to where I, I thought I left it, and there it was. I'm like, oh, awesome, I got my Pac-Man lunchbox back. You know, you know I don't nuts. have to brown bag it anymore. So I was super excited, so I grabbed the lunchbox, went to my desk, opened it up, and I could swear a fly flew out of it, even though I don't know how it would get in there. Oh, no. But, oh, yeah, no. I didn't eat the lunch uh, from the last day of school the previous year, and oh, it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, so that bread God. was saturated <laughs> with jelly and whatever else was growing in that Petri dish for the last... Two and a half months of hot summerness. <laughs> oh my room. god! So oh. it was—it was quite a disaster in there. So I closed it back up. Just kept the lunchbox with me, brought it home, and I was like, "Oh my dad, oh, here it is." But you know, all the food is pretty gross in there because I didn't need it. So at least I gave him a heads up. And I figured, okay, well, they'll—you know—they'll take it out, but they'll clean, clean it, 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 it up, or whatever. And nope, that was the last time I ever saw it. And I was brown bagging it from that point forward. They bro. threw <laughs> it out. They <laughs> oh. just said, "Fuck this," and just threw it out. And yeah, like, was, mom uh, and dad, uh, uh, do you uh, mind
3: uh, <laughs> autoclaving this for me yeah, because so, I needed to be sterile. So, that, oh that
0: was the last time I ever saw that Pac-Man lunchbox. Oh,
3: so that's poor, a I can't believe that. the, the poor baby boss crazy. rush mode never, <laughs> never got lunchbox. was lunchbox still deck. there. I know. I can't yeah. believe it was in the same spot. You're like, I'll just probably go back to where I left it. I uh, thought the story was going to go, you never
2: found it again. No. no you no, found it. Was there. It.
0: It, was there. it was there. It was right where I left it. No that, that, cleaning staff. there the whole summer. That's the cleaning really staff you, didn't move it at all. I know
2: all. during the summer, uh, the maintenance crew would like, like clean up, do like Well, a this lot is clean
0: 1981 thing. or 82, so I don't think clean was a thing back then. Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they hadn't invented it yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cleaning. Oh, lunchbox
0: mode. Lunchbox mode. Yeah, oh. I failed that mode though. That that summer.
2: Oh, damn. Brown uh, bag mode. Brown.
0: Yeah, that's that's basically what I got. You know, and that's what you'll be. That's, that's what you will be. be. Brown bag mode. <laughs> S- sad bag. Sad bag mode. Yeah, I'll just, well, I, I continue that today. Sad <laughs>
2: bag. <laughs>
0: Alright, we've been talking about Pac-Man For quite a while now And um, one of the other things That we didn't actually touch upon That uh, he had was a cereal. There was a lot of weird Video game or cartoon based cereals Back in the day So this episode's Ponder This question That we're going to ask ourselves As well as you, the audience What is your favorite cereal Based on a cartoon or video game character So why don't you uh, Ponder that And we'll be right back taxes and trick-or-treat radio
3: every friday morning this is one of the most convoluted movies i've ever seen in my life i'm fucking
0: trying man hey 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 oh yeah hey 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 oh yeah it's like (laughs) you took a shit on a pile of shit but you shit on him for liking what he likes yeah well it's
4: my job
1: this podcast is now banned in germany (laughs)
4: It's-a me, Giovanni Lombardo Ricci. Shut up. I call bullshit.
1: I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she
4: a great big fan person?
3: You just hit the jackpot.
4: This is a weird movie, huh? It had
3: action. It had
1: suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting.
4: I'm going to
0: strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. Alright, well here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. Box, right? The Box and The Monkeys. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Trick or Treat Radio dot com.
4: Arrivederci, Bloodworks Scriptorium. The new album from Enchanted Exile. Eleven pulse-pounding heavy metal tracks, including... Embrace Oblivion, Cold Spell, on Widow's Hill, and I am the boy. Bloodworks Scriptorium, available now on iTunes, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere you get your digital music. So, go get it. Hey, are you ready to do some bacon? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience,
0: to Octo-Ponder This. All right, welcome back aboard, everyone. We've asked you this week's Octo- Octo-Ponder This question, which was, What is your favorite serial based on a cartoon or video game character? And now, we are going to be answering that question ourselves, and I will start by mentioning the Nintendo Cereal System.
4: Mm. Oh, yes. What this was... is um, Nintendo. It was What's like a,
0: a box that had actually... for breakfast Yeah, It sure was. It was actually split in half. So, so the box had two different cereals in it. Well, two different branded cereals. I mean, it was kind of the same cereals, just marshmallow shapes, vaguely resembling specific video game characters. But one side was allegedly. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, allegedly. One side was Super Mario Brothers. The other side was The Legend of Zelda. And they, they would have like two different portions on the top. Where I, no, no. I think you actually had to open it and there was like two different bags in there. Yeah. So you just you know pour out of the respective bag or whatever, which kind of reminds me of Nerds candies. I don't know if you guys remember those, or if, if they yeah, still, but there's yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Also, the Nerds cereal has a had the half and so the Nerds did the same thing with the cereal? same exact okay. thing, yeah, yeah. But yep. then, yeah, the candies were like the same way. Like there's little candies like imagine grape nuts with a candy coating, except they weren't actually grape nuts; they're just looking kind of like the size of the grape nuts. But yeah, one side would be one flavor. The other side would be another flavor. And the, like the Nerds candy would have like two separate openings on the top. So you could take out like, you know, little bits of in- the individual flavors, whatever. Right. But it kind of reminded me of that with that weird cereal. And yeah, the cereal was just whatever. It was, it wasn't like, Oh, one side is like cornflakes and the other side is Cheerios. It was basically the same cereal. <laughs> just with a slightly like different two, theme. F- two
1: flavors though, right? W- weren't the flavors I different? Mean, yeah,
0: maybe slightly. I mean, it's like, it's probably like more like, okay, it's, Okay, this is supposed to taste like. One's fruit, the other one's bran. Bran! <laughs> one's, one's fruity, one's berry. I don't know. It was One's bran. Bright. I don't know. It, it wasn't drastically different.
1: <laughs> the Mario side's mushroom flavor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and the Zelda flavor is like, like flavor.
1: Yes.
3: I don't know. But like, like what? Like,
1: like, like, like trash. Like, <laughs> like, like, like trash. Like, 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 like. Octorox.
3: Yeah, so yeah. Super Mario action series side was fruity and Zelda was berry, which is yeah. those those are <laughs> the same fruits. fucking thing, guy. I know, right? <laughs> what? What no, is berry, berry is different. <laughs> yeah. It's berry berry different. Berry's a berry's a vegetable. So I'm thinking like fruity was probably tasting like tricks, and Berry's probably tasting like Captain Crunch.
0: Ah uh, who who the frick knows? I don't yeah, know. yeah, no idea. Uh, I think uh, it was
3: more suggestive
0: know. than anything else anyway. Yeah, it so was this, just flavor suggestion. No, no, this tastes like cherry. Take our word for it. Eat it. But it doesn't <laughs> right. deal with it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, eight bit alchemy. What do you got going on? If so, you're ready.
3: So yeah, there was a serial from uh, 2002 when Cartoon Network started rerunning air uh, started airing reruns. There we go of the original like Scooby Doo show, and uh, this serial was so friggin' good. And it was not really replicated in anything. It was a cinnamon cereal. All the shapes of the cereal pieces itself were, like, you know, dog bones. And they were tasting cinnamon cereal. And then all the marshmallows were, like, a ghost, the mystery machine, and Shaggy's face. Zoinks! Which is, like, kind of <laughs> weird. Um, but, yeah, I remember thinking the cereal was friggin' delicious. And I bought it a ton. And then they just stopped making it. But, yeah, that was... It was weird because it was a new version. You know, it was like in two thousand and two. The, sh- the show had been around forever, but they just decided to market it towards kids when uh, Cartoon mm-hmm. Network brought it back. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I really liked that.
0: Nice, nice. nice. How about you,
2: Nintendo? Well, I- I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mr. T. I pity the fool who don't eat my cereal, right? <laughs> nice. I-, I ate this a lot as Stay a kid. Stay in school, drink your milk, eat my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, it's a it's a crispy sweet corn and oats cereal. Mm, sounds it, delicious. Oh yeah, sounds generic. So it's not just, <laughs> it's very so it's not just marshmallowception. Nope, nope. It's just uh, a lot of teas. It's just teas. That's all it is. It's teas. And uh, you would get a <laughs> Mr. I mean, what T- else do you need? <laughs> yeah, I mean you I mean, you I need mean need M's and R's. You know, it's like, like
0: no. alphabets Like holy crap! For some reason, we made like way too many
3: teas. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> what are we yeah. gonna do? with these? <laughs> Mr. T's like. <laughs> I'll sign your check. <laughs> <laughs> Due to poor planning, we ended up with an
2: abundance of crunchy corn teas. In a, in every box, you would get a sticker, a Mister T sticker, because mm-hmm. you know in case you forgot what you were eating. Mm. And uh, I loved the the, the the bottom of the box that says "fortified with B vitamins and iron." Fortified,
1: fortified right. iron, fortified
2: Fortified. 4t5 as if it
1: was a base or something or the oh no as if it were the van in the a-team because they fortified that <laughs> shit every episode oh
2: yeah, oh, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. That, that
2: would be cool to have actually the a-team cereal yeah I don't, I don't know if that existed but probably not who knows that, that would be fine Maybe and
0: the, and the box is just like designed like the like the van
2: I had, a- yeah. I had an yeah I had an eighteen uh, yeah. Hot Wheels
1: I think back oh, in the cool. day I definitely yeah. had a car yeah. I don't know if it was Hot Wheels or Matchbox right. yeah. yeah oh cool oh so T- about- oh yeah right. how about you Parasite Steven? so um, I actually am going to pivot from my original pick uh, at the last second as you guys were talking the perfect answer came to me now it li- it I was lied. gonna
2: it lied before you
1: I, I <laughs> no I was gonna I was gonna pick the turtle cereal the Ninja Turtle cereal because. It was hilarious and it came with like these full cereal bowls strapped to the front and it had like you know, it was essentially just checks. If you had turned it around, it looked like a turtle shell. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh and it, it was like marshmallows and essentially checks. It was like checks with marshmallows, but the checks were supposedly ninja nets, which is hilarious. Oh. But the cereal wasn't actually good. So were they ninja net flavored? So I I thought it just came to me. It just came to me. My all time favorite, like cereal based on a cartoon or something, like I actually loved this one, and I remember being legitimately pissed off for years after they stopped selling it. And that is Smurfberry Crunch. You know oh, what?
4: You know what? That,
2: okay. uh, that was going to be my, my first pick.
4: I that (laughs) was gonna be my
1: first. I'm glad. I'm glad.
2: I'm glad I changed my pick. I'm fucking
1: glad. I I fucking loved (laughs) Smurfberry Crunch. Yes, I've never had it, but it does sound pretty good. It's so yeah. It was really good. It was basically it was mostly like red pieces with the occasional like dark purple berry looking, and the only cereal that I've ever felt was similar to Smurfberry Crunch. Now, granted, this was so this came out in '83, so I was like four. So, it's not like I definitely 100% remember right. what it tasted like, but the only cereal that's ever evoked it for me at all is not like a Trix or anything like that, but but when Captain Crunch did Oops All Berries. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Captain Crunch's Oops All Berries, I felt like, was the only okay. thing that approximated what and Smurf And if it's Berry anything Crunch like
0: was. that, then this Smurf cereal was the bomb diggity.
3: Yeah, Oops All Berries rules.
4: Yeah. yeah it's, so, uh, it's, uh, pretty good. so,
0: anyway, Smurf Berry Crunch. Oh. That was surreal. Yeah. Uh, sur- mm. No, that was terrible. That was sur- Fucking surreal. Fucking awful. That Stop cereal. that right this instant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, those are our answers. Now it's your turn to tell us what you think about this week's Octoponder. This question, which was, what is your favorite cereal based on a cartoon or video game character? Is it only breakfast cereals? Breakfast cereals.
3: Breakfast cereals? Yes. Orangutan. Uh,
0: hey, and uh, we're a relatively new podcast, though we've, we've got a few episodes under our belts now, uh, under our tentacles, and uh, we'd love to hear what you think. You know, if you want to uh, give us a little buzz or a line or whatever, you can reach us on Twitter at Redoctopus, our Facebook group. Uh, we're also on Instagram under Retro Redoctopus, or you can email us at redoctopus at com. And uh, hey, you know what? If uh, Also, if you want to give us like a review or like a, you know, give us some... Uh, Give some verbiage and how much you, uh, what, you th- what you think of the show. That'd be greatly appreciated.
1: Yeah, we take suggestions and uh, you put know them in the trash. also also yeah. just we also take money if you just want to just give. We us don't put ride. that in the trash. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just mail us cash. Uh, I mean, you could if you want. Yeah, or Smurfberry I mean, Crunch. Yes, Although I'm do sure. That. Mail us Smurfberry yeah. Crunch. I mean, there are people selling it on eBay, but there's no way it has flavor. So
2: probably not. <laughs> probably not even real. It tastes like bag now.
0: <laughs> mm. Mm, death of taste. Anyway, it's almost time to catch that horizon, but before we say goodbye, let's go to this. You
4: got the fleeps, you got the creeps, and you might even have the sweeps. But if you don't get the time, then it ain't worth a dime. This is the 8-Bit Minute.
3: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 8-Bit Minute. I'm only going to bend your ear for 60 seconds, but it'll probably be longer. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about... Music on the original Nintendo console, the NES. Um, This is actually the format that I typically make music on. And I wanted to just give a little bit of insight into how music worked on the Nintendo. Um, Basically, most songs on the stock Nintendo sound chip had four primary channels. There was two channels that were called the square channel, which corresponds to the shape of the sound wave actually looking like a square. And that was responsible for doing all of your main melodies, all of your kind of lead notes that you would hear in songs. Uh, There was a triangle channel, which was a bassier sound, which plenty of songs don't use for a bass sound effect. They just use it as part of the melody as well. But typically it incorporates that lower bassy tone that you would want when you're kind of developing a bass line for a song. Uh, And then the other core track is called the noise channel and the noise channel has all your percussion so noise noise uh so that channel will have staticky effects crunchy effects all kinds of different things that are used for percussion Uh, and so between those four channels you can compose a variety of different things Um, and there's also another channel that is a little bit harder to explain it's like a sampling channel uh so if you could actually take a sound bite and compress it small enough you could use it on the nintendo and you could you could shift the pitch of it to change it and that's why certain sound certain games will have different sounds that you might not recognize in other games and that's because they weren't just using what the stock nintendo sound chip was able to do they were using this other fifth channel but i don't really use it that much um so i I won't i won't go into detail about that but since this whole episode has been about pac-man i figured that i could play a song from uh pac-mania for the nintendo and kind of show you what the different parts are really quickly uh after listening to it so take a listen (laughs) We'll be right back. back. Okay, so that was the title screen theme song from Pac-Mania for the NES, and in that song you can hear a very fast melody that do 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 That is being done by one of the square channels. Uh, there is another melody in there that is well, not a melody, but it's a very high pitch like boop,
4: boop boop boop
3: boop boop. That is being done by the other square channel. So those two are responsible for. The kind of like main high pitched notes, and then you also have the triangle channel filling in the bass, going do 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 do, um, and then finally uh, you can hear the drums sound effect, the little crunchy blips that are in the back behind all the other melodies, and that's the noise channel. So that's how the Nintendo. Breaks up different songs. And a lot of different games later on in the Nintendo's lifecycle had expanded sound chips. There were companies that really prioritized music and uh, they wanted to give their composers more room to work with. So you might find games like Castlevania 3 that have uh, a more robust sound chip and they have some extra channels there. Um, a lot of people, if you're familiar with the Japanese. Uh, Nintendo, the Famicom, uh, when that system had the disc add-on, the Famicom disc system, that also had an extra sound channel incorporated into it. So if you listen to the soundtracks from Metroid or Legend of Zelda on the Famicom disc system and compare it to the American release, you'll actually notice that there's an extra channel of sound in there, and it'll sound a little bit different, a little bit off-off to people who are used to hearing the American version of it. But I thought that was pretty interesting, and uh, this has been an 8-bit minute. All right. Awesome.
0: Thank you for that tidbit, 8-bit.
3: No problem.
0: Cool. Uh, Well, all right. uh, That wraps up the episode. If you haven't jumped ship by now, we certainly hope you enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all the things that made growing up awesome. If you like what you heard, please hit that like that little subscribe button like us on facebook and twitter and instagram and all other sorts of social media stuff retro Reductibus is part of the Art podcast network so if you get a chance please check out our sister shows like old colony cast bar talk and of course Art, as andy and fish chat with local artists over a couple of cold ones and maybe a couple more cold ones and maybe a couple more cold ones who knows how many cold ones will be consumed you'll have to listen to find out Anyway, for more information or to subscribe to us or any of these other great shows, please visit inebri-art.com. I have been your host at the post-boss rush mode, saying farewell for now on behalf of the rest of my inky cohorts. Farewell until the next.